You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to this Tuesday edition of the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us, you and I, to triumph, to win. We win in Christ. Well, if this is your first time with us, we're teaching on the overall series, Sickness, whose report will you believe? Whose report will you believe? Are you going to believe the media's report? Are you going to believe the circumstances report? Are you going to believe the condition that you're experiencing a report? Are you going to believe Satan's report? Are you going to believe God's report? Sickness, whose report will you believe? Now, I have subtopics in this overall series, and our subtopic is the same Jesus, the same Jesus. We began this in our last episode, so this is part two, the same Jesus, part two. Come on, say, he's the same Jesus. I got this subject from Hebrews chapter 13, verses eight. It says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. That's the past. Today, that's the present. And he's the same forever. That's the future. The reason I selected this this title, Jesus the Same, I wanted you and I to look at God's will as it relates to healing, health, and life in three areas, in the Old Testament, in the ministry of Jesus, and in the church, the New Testament church. So in our last episode, we looked in the Old Testament, and we saw that it is God's will for us to be healed, walk in health, and to experience long life. So today, because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Today, we're going to look at the the healing and health uh, in the ministry of Jesus Christ, in the ministry of Jesus. And there are three simple statements, just three, because I'm going to leave you plenty of time to send in your questions. Just three statements that we're going to be dealing with today that I believe is going to revolutionize your faith and build your faith and get your faith moving. We're going to be talking about Jesus heal them all. Jesus heal them all. Secondly, we're going to be talking about today, Jesus healed every kind of sickness. Jesus healed every kind of sickness. And we're looking in the Gospels today. And then the third lesson that we're going to be dealing with, powerful, Jesus' healings revealed the Father's will. Jesus' healings revealed the Father's will. Pardon me. Now, let's talk about Jesus heal them all. Say that after me. Jesus, heal 
them all. The scripture says that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word is established. So I have proof for three proof texts in Luke chapter four, verse 40. And I'm going to read from the new King James version. It says when the sun was setting all a L L all those who had any, any a N Y that were sick with various diseases, brought them to him, brought them to Jesus. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Now I'll read that again. When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, brought them to Jesus. He laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Now notice the descriptive words, all, any, everyone, all, any, and everyone. Let's look at Luke chapter 16, verse 19. Jesus was up in the mountain. He came down and he saw the multitude. And listen at verse 19. Again, I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, and the whole multitude. Let's stop right there. Multitude. What is a multitude? A multitude is a large number. Could be hundreds. Could be thousands could be millions, but it was a large multitude. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, that touched Jesus, for power went out of Jesus. Watch this. And he healed them all. I'll read that again. It says, and the whole multitude, that's a large number of people, hundreds, maybe thousands, sought to touch him. For power went out of Jesus, and he healed them all. And let's look at our third proof text. In the mouth of three, two or three witnesses, every word is established, and I'm establishing this statement, Jesus healed them all. Let's look at Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Again, in the New King James Version, and Luke the physician is summarizing the ministry of Jesus. He's looking back and he's summarizing the ministry of Jesus. And it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, with healing power, who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Now, notice in our three proof texts, we see the words all, we see the words any, we see the words everyone. We saw in our second proof text, multitudes, all were healed. And then in our third proof text, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it says that Jesus healed them all. So we've established our first statement. We don't have but three statements because we want you to take these statements. We want you to meditate the statements. Meditation simply means that I read it, I memorize it, 
I personalize it and I visualize it and I mutter it to myself. I want you to meditate these uh, statements. Jesus heal them all. Maybe you need to close your eyes and focus. Jesus, close your eyes with me. Jesus heal them all. Now, our second statement, just three statements. Because one word from God will change your life. Three statements. Here's the second statement. Jesus healed every kind of sickness. Jesus healed every kind of sickness. Say that after me. Jesus healed every kind of sickness. Now, our proof text is taken from Matthew, Matthew chapter 4. Verses 23 through 24. Matthew chapter 4, verses 23 through 24. And I'm going to read to you this time in the Good News Translation. Listen to it. It says, Jesus went all over Galilee, teaching in the synagogue and preaching the good news about the kingdom and healing people who had all kinds of diseases and sicknesses, so that the people brought to him all those who were sick, suffering from all kinds of diseases and disorders, people with demons, people who were epileptics, those who were paralytic. And the Bible says that Jesus healed them all. Now, when we look in this text in Matthew 4, 23 through 24 in the Good News Translation, it says that Jesus healed all kinds of diseases, all kinds of sicknesses. And it says he brought they brought to Jesus people who were suffering. And it says again, all kinds of of diseases, all kinds of disorders. And the Bible says that he healed them all. Now, we're looking at this second statement. Jesus healed every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. You know what the problem is sometimes when we read the text like this and we see those generic words, all and every kind and various kinds, sometimes it, the, we get lost because we don't see the, the specific diseases that he was healing. So sometimes it's a little difficult for us to identify with the text. So here's what I want to do. The Bible says, and we read it, Jesus healed every kind all kinds. And one translation says all manner sickness and all manner disease. So let's add some specificity to it. Let's get down uh, in the nitty gritty of the text. And I uh, want to share with you seven different kinds of sicknesses, diseases, and conditions that were in the multitude, that were in the crowd, that were in the all, that were in the every kind. First, there were people 
in the crowd who had infectious diseases. Infectious diseases. These are diseases caused by germs, microorganisms, fungus, viruses, bacteria, parasites. There were people, many people in the crowd who had infectious diseases, diseases like fevers, colds, flus, tuberculosis. There were people in the crowd who had hepatitis. There were people in the crowd who had venereal diseases. Yes, venereal diseases. People had venereal diseases. Sex was very popular. Sexual immorality was connected to a lot of idol worship in the same way that sex was a powerful drawing thing in that in our day, same in that day. And people had venereal diseases. And if HIV AIDS had been in that day, Jesus would have healed HIV AIDS. Now, there were people in the crowd with infectious diseases. That was not an exhaustive list, but I gave you specificity to who was in the crowd. Secondly, there were people in the crowd. The Bible said Jesus healed them all. The Bible says he healed every kind of sickness, every kind of disease, every kind of disorder. Secondly, there were people in that crowd who had hereditary diseases. In other words, diseases caused by genetic makeup. There were people in that crowd who had heart diseases. Yes, in that day, people had heart disease. Heart disease is one of the major killers of mankind today, whether it be in America or globally. There were people in the crowd who had cancer, all kinds of cancer, colon cancer, prostate cancer, pancreatic cancer. There were people in that crowd who had cancer. There were people in the crowd who had diabetes. There were people in the crowd who had high blood pressure. There were people in the crowd who had sickle cell anemia. There were people in the crowd who had cystic fibrosis. Yes, there were people in the crowd and who, who had hereditary diseases. Some of the same diseases that people deal with today, and the Bible says that Jesus healed every kind of sickness and every kind of disease. Thirdly, there were people in the crowd, right in that crowd where Jesus healed every kind. There were people in the crowd who had nervous system disorders. You kidding me? Absolutely. No doubt about it. There were people in the crowd who had strokes, people in the crowd who had epilepsy. There were people in the crowd who had Parkinson's disease, people in the crowd who had migraines, people in the crowds who had dementia and Alzheimer's. You, you say, well, the Bible doesn't say that. Listen, just because it wasn't diagnosed doesn't mean people didn't have dementia and Alzheimer's. There were people in the crowd who had brain tumors. There were people in the crowd who had nervous system disorders. Fourthly, there were seven kinds of people in that crowd, and Jesus healed 
every kind. There were people fourthly in the crowd who had mental disorders, mental disorders, diseases and conditions that affect the mood, affect thinking and affect behavior. There were people in the crowd who were struggling with depression. There were people in that crowd. He healed every kind who dealt with suicidal tendencies. There were people in the crowd who had attempted suicide. There were people in the crowd who had anxiety disorders, panic attacks. There were people in the crowd who had bipolar disorders. There were people in the crowd. See, people are the same. They're the same. They were not uh, imaginary people. There were people in the crowd who had uh, eating disorders. There were people in the crowd who had personality disorders. They didn't get along well with people. They knew something was wrong. They didn't have a diagnosis, but they knew something was wrong. And they went in that crowd and the Bible says Jesus healed them all. And the Bible says that he healed every kind of sickness and every kind of diseases. So in that crowd, Jesus healed people who had infectious diseases he healed people who had hereditary diseases. He healed people who had nervous system disorders. He healed people who had mental disorders. And then fifthly, listen at this. They were right here in the crowd. He healed people who had physical and mental impairments. Hush your mouth. Yes, absolutely. Positively. I am certain based off research. I am certain based off looking, looking at the scriptures that there were people in the crowd where it says Jesus healed them all, where it says Jesus healed every kind of sickness, disease and disorder. There were people in the crowd who had physical and mental impairments. Absolutely, positively. There were people in the crowd who had visual impairments, people in the crowd who had eye diseases, people in the crowd who suffered blindness. There were people in the crowd who had glaucoma. There were people in the crowd who had cataracts. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Many of these conditions didn't start just in our day and our time. There were people in the crowd who had visual impairments. There were people in the crowds who had speech impediments. Some of them stuttered. Some of them couldn't talk. Some of them had impediments. Now, listen, when I was a kid, and, and this may sound funny to you, but when I was a kid, I had a speech impediment. I didn't know what an impediment was. I was what we call in our day, tie-tongued. And that's not a medical term, but I had a speech impediment and I went to my speech class, maybe sixth, seventh grade. I went to my speech class and my speech teacher said this to me because he knew I was a very smart kid. But he said to me, he said, I perceive that you have a speech impediment. 
Well, my mama told me to always be thankful for good things people said. I didn't quite know. I didn't absolutely not know what an impediment was. So I said, I thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. But thank God, God brought me through. I can talk a little bit better. Sometimes my subjects and verbs may not always agree. And sometimes I may speak Ebonics, but the Lord has delivered me. So there were people in that crowd who had speech problems. There were people in the crowd who had hearing problems. Some had lost their hearing. Some could hear out of one ear, but they couldn't hear out of both ears. There were people in the crowd who had muscular problems, who had bone problems, back problems. Some were paralytics. There were people who uh, couldn't walk in the crowd. And then finally, there were people in the crowd who had intellectual disabilities as a medical term we don't use terms like mental retardation we don't use terms like slow no there were people in that crowd where it said jesus healed them all in the crowd where it says jesus healed every kind of sickness and every kind of disease there were people in that crowd who had intellectual disabilities like Down syndrome. There were kids in the crowd and adults in the crowd who had Down syndrome. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. There were people in the crowd who, and kids in the crowd who had Down syndrome. Now we get some specificity to what it says. It becomes more powerful. There were kids in the crowd who were autistic. They had autism. Yes, every kind, all kinds. There were people in the crowd who had intellectual disabilities. So we see in that crowd that there were people who had infectious diseases. There were people in the crowd who had hereditary diseases. There were people in the crowd who had nervous system disorders. There were people in the crowd who had mental disorders, physical and mental impairments. And then number six, there were people in the crowds who had experienced injuries, injuries, Maybe they were at work and, and, and something fell on them. Maybe they were working on a t the temple and bricks fell on them. There were people in the crowd who had injuries. There were people in the crowd who had lost parts of their bodies, <clears throat> lost parts of their bodies. Well, we know we know that Jesus healed people who had lost parts of their bodies because remember uh, when they arrested Jesus before his trial, before he went to the cross, remember how Peter took out a sword and he cut off a servant's ear. That's literal. He cut off the ear. The ear fell on the ground. In other words, Peter amputated the man's ear. Jesus reached down, grabbed the ear, put it back on his head, and other he restored a lost part. 
You say, yeah, but were there people in the crowd who had other people in the crowd who had lost parts of their body? Yes, absolutely. No doubt about it. Because leprosy, we know from the text over in Matthew chapter 8 that he healed a man with leprosy. Now, leprosy was a chronic, contagious kind of disease where they would put the uh, person who had leprosy out of the camp. They had to be quarantined, separated from the uh, people. And for the most part, they were separated for the rest of their life. In fact, whenever a a leper was in uh, close quarters with anybody, they would hold up their hand and say, Leper, 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 leper. So everybody would uh, stand their distance. But the interesting thing about leprosy, not only was it impacted the skin of, of the person who had leprosy, parts of the body would fall off. The ear may fall off. The nose may fall off. Lips may fall off. Fingers may fall off. And the Bible tells us that Jesus heal lepers. So we see in the scripture that Jesus even healed people who had injuries and people who had lost body parts. And then finally, Jesus healed people who were demonized. He healed people who had sicknesses and conditions that were directly caused by demons. In fact, The Bible says, I think it's Luke chapter 4, when Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law, it says that Jesus rebuked the fever. In other words, there was a a spirit behind that particular fever. Maybe not all, but that that particular fever, there was a spirit. And Jesus spoke to that, and that, that spirit left. The woman who was bowed over for 18 years in Luke chapter, I think it's 13. The Bible says that Jesus ministered to her. She had a spirit of infirmity. So there were people who had conditions caused by spirits. So now when we look at the text and it says he healed them all, every kind. And when we look in the text, and we, we see that every kind of disorder, every kind of condition was healed. And then when we go to Matthew 15, 31, listen to this. It says, so the multitude marveled when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed whole, the lame walking, the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. So we see two powerful statements. Number one, we see Jesus healed them all. And then secondly, we see that Jesus healed every kind of sickness and every kind of disease. And aren't you glad that we added specificity and gave you specific conditions so you could see all the different people who were in the crowd? Well, the third and final statement that I want to mention is that Jesus' healing revealed the Father's will. Jesus' healings revealed the Father's will. John 6, verse 38. Thank you so very much. I got a question. You can send your questions in now. Uh, You can send your questions. I'm going to answer your questions in just a moment. 
Jesus healings reveal the Father God's will. John 6, 38, Jesus says, for I came down from heaven not to do my will. Listen to Jesus. I came down from heaven not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. So everything Jesus did was not Jesus' will. It was the will of the Father. Now listen to John chapter 14, verse 6 through 10. And Jesus is speaking to one of his disciples. One of his disciples says, I wish we could see the Father. And Jesus replied, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Philip, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. He who has seen me has seen the father. Now listen to what he said. He that has seen me has seen the father. The words I speak to you, I do not speak of my own authority, Jesus says, but it's the father who dwells in me, Jesus says. He's doing the work. So Jesus himself said that the father was doing the works that he was doing. So everything Jesus did, when he healed all, when he healed every kind of sickness, every kind of disorder, Jesus said it was the Father in him doing the work. And Jesus says he was doing the Father's will. So as we close today, and here again, I'm going to answer your questions in just a moment. As we close today, what does the word of God share today say to you? What is God saying to you? We've proven from scripture that Jesus healed them all. No one left who were not healed. Nobody within the crowd where Jesus said, well, it's not uh, my will to hear you today. I want you to go through this. I'm teaching you this. I'm training you. I'm preparing you. No, the Bible says he healed them all. What does that say to you? The Bible says he healed every kind of sickness, every kind of disorder. Disorder. Maybe you have a sickness. Maybe you have a disorder. Maybe you have a condition. So what does this word say to you? The third statement, Jesus' uh, healings revealed the Father's will. What does that say to you? Everything Jesus did was the Father's will. The Father was working in Jesus. So what does that say to you? Doesn't that say that it is the Father's will to heal you? Before I uh, look at my questions, I want to pray a prayer for you as I close. And before I go to my questions, I want to pray that you receive your healing today. I want you, wherever you are, I want you to just lift your hands up right now. And I want to pray for you. In the name of Jesus, I speak now to your condition, your disorder, your sickness, your disease. I speak to it in Jesus' name, and I command it to go. I break the power of the enemy every spirit that will hinder you, that will cause you to be impaired. And I command you in the name of Jesus to be whole in your whole body, whole 
in your whole soul, your mind, your emotions, your will. I break the power of every attack on your life and I command you to be whole, be healed, be healthy in Jesus name. I know you receive that. I know you receive that. I know that you receive that. Now, I want to look at uh, some questions that I have here today. Some questions that I have here today, and we're going we, to continue this next week. Here's my first question. Why did Jesus allow sickness to come back into the world if he had wiped illness and sickness out of the world? Well, technically, Jesus hadn't wiped sickness and disease out of the world. In his ministry, he was ministering to people because he loved people and he was revealing he was revealing the father's will now you have to understand at this point he hadn't died he hadn't gone to the cross we're going to talk about that he hadn't bore the sicknesses of the world the sins of the world yet he hadn't done that yet okay but he showed us the father's will and I'm going to share with you the gospel. So he didn't eradicate all sickness. And remember, he hadn't gone to the cross to pay for man's sickness and disease. He was ministering to those who had need in his day, but he was also revealing the Father's will. And after three and a half years, he was going to go to the he was going to go to the cross bear our sins, bear our sicknesses, go to hell, defeat the enemy, be raised from the dead, and provide it for all mankind. And we're going to talk about that. But that's a good question. I have another question. How would I know if the sickness is spiritual when Jesus rebuked the fever or simply a sickness or disorder? Well, I, I to be honest with you, here's how I would pray. I would I would pray based off what the word says by his stripes, you are healed. I would claim that I would claim healing and I would break the power of Satan and any force that would hinder my healing in the name of Jesus. And I think that would sell it. In the name of Jesus, I stand on the word, and I believe I receive my healing. I resist you, Satan, any spirit that will try to hinder me from walking in it. I break your power, and I declare that I'm whole now in the name of Jesus. Uh, question, um, uh, and all these are good questions. Is it God's will for healing? I think I've answered that question. Why is it that we don't see miracles like we see in the Bible? Well, it's not because it's not God's will for us to have miracles. God wants us to have miracles, but I think it's a, it's a combination of things. I think that there's a lack of preaching on healing. Secondly, I believe that we've been inundated with the world's belief. I think in America, we have more confidence. Now, listen to me carefully. Now, we have more confidence in medical science than we do in God. Now, I'm not speaking against medical science. 
Listen, I have a great doctor. Everyone should have a doctor. You should get exams. You should go to the doctor. I'm not talking against that. But I'm saying that for the most part, especially in America, we have been conditioned to just the natural. I think you should do the natural, but we are not planted in in the word and believe in God. Secondly, I, I think we need to have more teaching about that. The the next month in our church, Faith Chapel, we're going to be talking about power from heaven. We're going to be talking about the supernatural power of speaking in tongues. And see, even in our world, people talk against that. But you have to understand in the New Testament church, all those folk were tongue talkers. Peter, James, John, all those folk, Paul, they were all talk, tongue talkers. But in our day, we don't think we don't need that. And I think that there's a connection to the miracles, gifts of the spirit. We're going to talk about that. And so there's a lack of knowledge. My people are cut off for lack of knowledge. So there's so much ignorance of these spiritual things in our day and so much unbelief. That's what it boils down. That's why we're not, but we're going to ignorance and unbelief is the answer to that question. Um, a second question, isn't sickness an evil spirit? Uh, no, not, not all the time. Sickness is more often than not a condition. It's an impairment. It's a disorder in the body. And some of it can be remnant uh, without dealing with an evil spirit or anything like that. So the, the, the source of it, the originator is Satan. But most sicknesses, most of them are just physical impairments, disorder, or lack and deficiencies in the human body. These are absolutely good questions. I do have a comment since I don't have any more questions. I do have a comment. That's one of the reasons I must speak for the Lord, because I couldn't even say a complete sentence for many years until I read in the Bible about Moses who couldn't explain himself. So sound like you had a speech impediment, too. And God healed you and God delivered you. And I think that's absolutely uh, amazing. I, I think I got another question that uh, is coming in. Um, this question says, when you have an illness in a family that is said to be hereditary, is that considered a curse? If so, how can it be broken? That's a good question. There are conditions in scripture, and maybe I can talk about it uh, in in at some series. There are generational curses. There are curses of sickness and other kinds of conditions that actually pass through generations. Every member of the family has heart disease. Every member of the family, uh, most of the members have cancer. Well, much of the time, that's a generational curse. Now, here's the good news. Here's the good news. You've been redeemed. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, 14, and 29 says that you have been redeemed from the curse. Jesus became a curse. You need to know that. And you have been redeemed from the curse. And you can break that curse over your life. You can actually take authority over that curse. For example, you know, my birth parents divorced. My birth parents divorced. 
And so early in my marriage, we were having some marital problems and I didn't want that divorce thing to flow down into my marriage. So I actually said, I will not receive that generational curse. It will not flow in my marriage. I will speak. I break the power based off the blood of Jesus that thing will not flow. And I think you can say, no, cancer will not flow down. A heart disease will not flow down. I break the power of that condition over my life. Uh, I'll live a long time. Maybe you had a lot of folk in your family die early. I break the power of that spirit of death in the name of Jesus. I'm redeemed from the curse. According to Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14 and 29, faith is released by the mouth. So you can break the power of it in Jesus' name based off of the word. That's a really good questions. Uh, the only thing I have left is the word of God is saying to me today that sickness has no right to be in my body because I have authority to tell sickness to go. Yes, you're absolutely right. And if you got that, then you got basically what I was saying today. It has no right. It has no authority to stay in your body in Jesus name. Now, listen, next week, we're going to conclude Jesus the same. We go, we've looked at the Old Testament, looked at the uh, ministry of Jesus. Next week, we're going to look at the uh, New Testament church. We're going to look in the New Testament, and we want to see healing in the New Testament, long life in the New Testament, health in the New Testament, and we're going to be blessed. Thank you so very much for joining us today, and make sure you share this with someone else. 